1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, our God who is good all the time is also a God of transformation and manifestation. That means that all the transformations and manifestations that the God who is good all the time wants to cause to happen in our lives are good too, whatever they might be. The word good in the Greek means good in any sense, as in in the widest sense. So the transformations and manifestation that God wants to cause to happen to and for us are good in ways that we'll never understand until after they've happened to us. The word good also means beneficial. That means the transformations and manifestations that God wants to cause to happen in our lives will be beneficial in ways that we'll never understand until they happen in our lives. So we ought to let the God of transformation and manifestation Bring the past, the transformations and manifestations in our lives that He wants to do, whatever they might be, because whatever they might be, they'll be good and beneficial in the lives of you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called transformation and manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you: Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? So am I, same Lord, same faith, same results. If you've got a Bible, we're trying to invite you to turn to James chapter 1. And Come on, let's have some fun as we dive back into this word that God gave me to give to you so that we can all be blessed by knowing what he wants to do for me and you and through me and you too if we give God a chance to do what he do. We're continuing the teaching that we started just a little while back. It's called transformation and manifestation. Transformation and manifestation. Well, God, praise God, wants to cause transformation to happen in the lives of me and you. And he wants manifestations of various things that he has planned to be able to manifest in the life of me and you too. God desires each and every one of us who are his to be experienced transformation and manifestation. In fact, as you already learned, some manifestations that he has in store for you will not happen until there's a transformation that also happens in you. Whereas he got to get you ready for what he has in store for you. He has to get you in a certain mindset in a certain way so that he can be able to manifest that thing in your life on that day. But in the meantime, transformation is a good thing. I said, it's a good thing. Praise God. Amen. Amen. The foundational text is found in James chapter one, begin reading at verse 16. It reads, do not err, my beloved brethren, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither a shadow returning. Once again, notice it says every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. It comes from the God who loves the one that has good things in store for me and you. He, and, and they come from him. And there's no variableness in him too. It's not that he give you some things good and some things bad. Some things that'll make you happy. Some things that'll make you sad. No. All good and perfect gifts come from above. The father of light and who there is no variableness, nor a shadow of turn in any. We found out that that word good means good. praise God. But it's good in any sense. Which means it's good in ways that you don't even know about that it's good. Because if the truth is they're told. Many times God wants to cause a transformation or a manifestation to happen in our lives and sometimes initially we can see it as not good. We'd be like, I don't know about all that. I don't I don't want that. I, I think I'm good without that. No, no, God knows more than you do. Look at your neighbor and say, I know you know that. Praise God, amen. Yeah, God knows more than you. Praise God. Yeah, God, 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 God has better in store for you than you have for yourself. That's one of the reasons why we need to learn to trust God because God has good things in store for me and you. Good things that he wants to shower into the lives of me and you. Things that we might not see as good initially, but later on down the line, we'll see them as very good because God is good. We found out it also translates a benefit. That word good also translates a benefit, which means God has things that he wants to cause to be a benefit in your life. They will be beneficial in the middle of your life. Once again, at surface level, they might not seem that way. Praise God. But then later on down the line, you'd be so glad it happened on that day. Pray, that's why you got to learn to trust God because you can just accept what God has for you, knowing that it's a good and perfect gift that God has in store for you. That even includes the transformations that he wants to do in the middle of our lives. Remember, the Bible says, every man think he's right in his own eyes. Or another way of phrasing it, you think you're all right already. Praise God, but you ain't all right as much as God wants you all right. And so that's why he wants to do a transformation in the midst of you. Because remember, each and every one of us, he accepted us just like we were. But according to the Bible, our righteousness was as filthy rags. But at the same time, God accepted us just like he was with the intention to cause transformation to happen in the middle of your life. We found out that we're transformed by the word of God. Somebody say, thank God for the word of God. We're transformed by the word of God. Praise God. And that's why he tells us to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may approve. It's actually proved, but we know you got you to prove it to prove it. Praise God. That we may prove what is the good and the acceptable and perfect will of God for our lives. No, God has a good and acceptable and perfect will of God for our life. Not or. It's not good or acceptable or perfect, as in there's three different ones. No, there's one will, and that's good, both good and perfect and acceptable. That's why you need to go ahead and accept it, because when you accept it, you'll find out it's good, Whereas God it? and you'll find out it'll make everything perfect in the middle of your life, too, better than it was before, and you'll be able to receive even more than God has in store if you just go ahead and let God work on you. That's why we found out that it comes through the knowledge of the truth. What God wants to share with us, his word, so that we can then be able to allow his word to transform us. Last time we got together, that's why he told us to seek those things which are above and set our affections on the things that are above because our our life is hid in Christ. And so we're supposed to be dead to the way we used to be and alive to the way that he wants us to be. That's why he told us to mortify all those things that we used to be about and do. Kill it. Yeah. Take it out. Praise God to make sure it's no longer around me and you. We got to put off the old man. Praise God and put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after Him that created me and you. We need to put off the old man. Look at your neighbor. Say you still got a little bit more work to do. You still got a little bit more work to do. Amen. Praise God and put on the new man. Praise God that is created in Christ Jesus. By the time you put on the new, you'll be so glad you did, and glad and God will be too. And all them people around you that know you, they'll be glad too. Praise God. Turn to 2 Peter chapter 1. Let's dive into today's stuff. You see, it's through his word that God provides us everything that we need for transformation to occur with us and in our lives. I said it's through his word that God provides us everything that we need for transformation to occur with us and in our lives. 2 Peter chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your magnificent word. We'll begin reading in verse 2. through lust. And then he says some other things, but we're going to get into that into a moment or two. Now, remember, God sees everything, and God knows everything. He sees everything. One of his names in the Old Testament is El Roy. press God. Spell R-O-I. press God. El Roy, which means he's a God who sees everything. He's also a God that is omniscient. That means he knows everything. Omni, which means, you know, completely around, completely everything around, fully, holy. And He's science. Which means he knows everything. God knows everything. Including you. Including everything about you. Including things about you, you don't even know. That's why many times we be thinking, I'm all right, I'm all right. I say, not in my sight. Now, I love you. That's why I do what I do for you. But at the same time, there's still some things I want to do with you. Because you think you're all right. I say, you're kind of all right. But you ain't enough all right. So there's some more work I want to do with you. Everybody say, all right. Because remember, God sees everything. God sees the things about you that you don't even see about yourself. Because if the truth is anywhere at all, if, if most people walked up to us and started telling us about ourselves, we would not believe that they're talking about us. We would say, who are you talking about? I don't do that. I don't act like that. I'm not that way. And everybody around you is like, oh, yes, you are. You're the only one that don't know it. God flat out know it. That includes seeing and knowing what kind of transformation needs to occur in each and every one of our lives too to make us the kind of people with the kind of lives that he always wanted us to have and be able to do the things he wants us to do. God knows stuff about you you don't know about yourself. That's one of the reasons why you need to learn to walk by faith and accept the good and perfect gifts that come from above, including the transformations as he wants to do in your life because there are some transformations that need to happen in you that you don't see it, but he see it. That's why you got to learn to trust him. You don't see it, but he see it. That's why you got to learn to trust him. Take it from a person that had to have their whole life revamped. 99 point, I think 3.2 of the things that it is that he brought to me, I didn't think I needed. A couple of them, I'm like, yeah, handle that. Man, I always did want to get rid of that. Oh, no, don't touch that. That's, that's good. No, he's, no, no, it's not. And then he'll start doing the transformation on the inside of you. And by the time he finished, you'd be like so glad he did too. And everybody around you will too. Now it's through the knowledge of God. Tell them it ain't too late. They can still come. Praise God. Tell them I just got started. Through the knowledge of God that's shared with us, through the word of God, God adds to us what it is he knows that we need to be transformed into the person that he wants us to be and needs for us to be, to do what he wants to do for you, through you and me. God knows what we need. He knows the deficiencies that are in our life. He knows the inadequacies that are in our life. He knows those weak areas. Look at your neighbor and say, you got them too. You got them too. Praise God. And one of us got them. We got, we got them weak areas. And one of us. Praise God. You see, that's one of the things we, we pride ourselves in our relationship with the Lord. He said, the Lord accepted me just like I was. Mm-hmm, but he didn't intend to keep you like he was. Just because you buy a car as is don't mean you're going to leave it as is. It's because you bought a house the way it is. That don't mean you're going to leave it the way it is. First thing you're going to come in and do is start cleaning it up. Start changing them wall, walls. They got it lime green. You're like, Just because you bought it lime green don't mean it's going to stay lime green. Is anybody hearing me over here? Because you're going to make it yours. And that's what God wants to do with you. He wants to make you his in such a way as you're not just his by possession. But you hear in terms of presentation, whereas he can be able to look at you and say, yep, that's his. And it comes through the knowledge of God. Through the knowledge of God, God also shows us everything that's in us and in our lives that was never supposed to be in our lives, that he wants us to get out of you and me. Some of those things that we prided ourselves in, various forms of arrogancy and ignorance that was lived out by you and me, that we pride ourselves in, like that's just the kind of person I am. But that ain't the kind of person you're supposed to be. Just because you is don't mean you're supposed to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. And see, some of us need to accept that too. That some of those things about ourselves that we pride ourselves in. Baby, pride go before the fall. And God wants to get rid of it all. And he wants it to look like him because he don't do that. He don't act like that. He don't conduct himself that way. And we remember we're created in his image and after his likeness. We're created in his mode and mannerism. Not just that we look like him, but we act like him too. At least that's by design. That's why God says, I see you and I got you in mind. And I know not only what to put in you so that's missing in you, I know what to take out of you that should have never been in you. And it all comes through the knowledge of God. That word knowledge right there means recognition. That is full discernment or acknowledgement. It is recognition that is full discernment or acknowledgement. God said, I'm going to give it to you through the knowledge of God, which will bring you recognition of things about you that you didn't know about you. Recognition about you. Things that I already recognized about you, but you haven't recognized. That's why I'm going to bring them to your attention so that you can then be able to agree with me and accept what I want to do with thee so that I can go ahead and do with thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word recognition means the identification of something the identification of something. Because through the knowledge shared with us through the word of God, we can identify things about us and our lives that we probably would have never identified until he told it to us. You can identify things about ourselves. People say, you know, you mean. I ain't mean. I'm one of the nicest people in the world. No, you're not. You mean, shut up. I ain't mean. <laughs> Praise God. And be like, and see, we don't see it. But God will show it to you. And he'll show it to you in a such a way you couldn't duck it if you wanted to. You, you couldn't hide from it if you didn't want. You couldn't deny it if you wanted to. Because something about God, when he speaks to you, you'll accept it. You'll be like, dang, I didn't know. He said, but now you do. Now you can recognize what I see. Now let me do what I do with thee and make the transformation in thee. That word recognition, along with the identification of something, also means the perception of something as existing or true the perception of something as existing or true. Because many of us, we don't even believe these things exist in us. That's why we resist somebody else's conversation about that it does exist. Well, I'm going to pray about that. Yeah, do that. I'm going to ask God, mm, do that. Because I know he's going to tell you. He going to tell you, yep, there's you all right. Anybody else say it to you in such a way with you'll accept it. But you can be able to perceive something as existing and perceive it as true. Some of us are like, no, that's just your opinion. Mm-mm, that's you. That's just what you say. Mm. Everybody say. I'm just the only one bold enough to tell you. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> you know, some folks, would well, go tell them. I ain't telling them. They, but, you, but you're their friend. I'm going to stay their friend. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I ain't, saying, I ain't saying. And they'll tiptoe around your little st- precious self they hold life and won't say nothing to you but God God said I bought you and made you you mine and I and, and he ain't scared of nobody including you you don't you don't you don't look everybody else down you can't look him down gotta talk to you and tell you things about yourself and it's through the knowledge that's shared with us through the word of God that we can perceive something as existing or true that we probably would have never seen, much less admitted it had even existed, much less that it was true about you and me. That word knowledge, I said, is, means recognition. That is full discernment. Full discernment. The word discernment means the ability to distinguish mentally so as to recognize as distinct or different. It's the ability to distinguish mentally so as to recognize as distinct or different. You see, it's through the knowledge shared with us through the word of God, an ability to distinguish mentally so as to recognize something about ourselves that's distinctly different than the way God wants it to be is given to you and me. I said an ability to be able to distinguish mentally so as to recognize something about ourselves that's distinctly different than the way that God wants us to be is given to you and me. Because once again, we would not recognize it if God didn't give us the ability to recognize. Some of us, we have these defense mechanisms already built in us that that blocks off any opportunity for truth to come to us. We wall it off, block it off, and we close the door, put a sign out front and say, we ain't doing business there no more. We don't want to talk about it. And we tell people that. We tell people quick, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. But I need, I need to tell you about something. I, 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 don't, I don't need to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. We can talk about it later. You know, later never shows up, right? Yeah, it's always later. Yeah, it's always later praise God. <laughs> we won't talk about it. But God got this thing about not paying no attention to you in relation to what you say we ain't going to talk about. God said, no, you might not talk about it. But I'm going to talk about it. And you're going to listen. Where are you going to run? You be like running over into this room and close the door. God start talking to you. You go over here. God start talking to you. You get mad, go to another church. God going to start talking to you. Praise God. (laughs) Where are you going to go? He ain't there. Because he's living in you. Have you figured that out? He's living in you. (laughs) I've been running. I've been running from the Lord, isn't I? Baby, he in you and he's going to keep on talking to you. We'll be able to see things about us that we never saw before because we have a discernment. We have a discernment that we didn't have before, an ability to see things about you and me that we never did see. And a full discernment, too, where we see all of it, every bit of it. And you would be like, golly, golly. And some of us, he done already got some of it out of us, and we thinking like, oh, yeah, I feel better. God said, so I ain't through And he show you some more of it. And you're like, dang, I thought I got rid of all of it. You say, no, you got rid of that top part. You cut off the top of the weed, but but the root's still up under there. And I'm going to show you the root so that you can get get rid of that too. The reason for your defense mechanism. And he gives you what's called acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. The word acknowledgement means the recognition of the existence or truth of something. The recognition of the existence or the truth of something. So, once again, through the knowledge shared with us through the word of God, we'll be able to recognize the existence of things about ourselves that we wouldn't have recognized before. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. We'll recognize things about ourselves that we didn't recognize ourse- about ourselves before. Some of them are good qualities that we have. We never knew it about ourselves. And we like, thank you, Jesus. I do have that. Don't I? All right now. All right now. And he said, okay, now that we dealt with that, revelations. Seven churches from Asia, now that we didn't got, got the kudos out the way. let not let me deal with the problems that I see this day. You'll be like, oh, Lord. <laughs> And we'll not just recognize what we could have, couldn't have recognized before, but we'll also accept it as true, which is huge. We have to learn to accept it as true. Because even after we've been told stuff, sometimes we still walk away and not believe in that stuff. That's just them. They hating on me. They don't like me. They nitpicking. Anybody ever heard of any of these? Yeah. They don't like me. I ain't gonna say anybody said any of these. They don't like me. They just, they just they just picking on me. Everybody's always picking on me. Amen. He's gonna show us something about ourselves that we couldn't, that, that, that we can now accept as true. Now it's something that could be done because now we accept that it's true. So, through the knowledge that God comes, from, through the knowledge that God gives us, through the word of God, using those definitions I just gave you, we get to recognize, that is, identify something that's in us or not in our lives, that's contrary to what God designed and desires to be in our lives. We'll perceive the existence of it and the truth about it through a gained ability to distinguish mentally so as to recognize the distinction and the differences between what we presently are and or do and what God wants us to be and or do. And we'll gain an ability to to recognize his existence and the truth of the need to change without resistance. We can accept his existence and now be willing to change without resistance. Because once again, once you stop resisting God, it becomes easy for the change to occur. The difficulty is in getting you to cooperate. I said the difficulty is in getting you to cooperate. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope just seeing that the transformations and manifestations that God says in His Word that He has for us and wants to do for us really will be good and beneficial for us. Saying to God, God's Word is true. Transformations and manifestations that are good and beneficial really are what God planned for me and you. We need to believe it's true, and then cooperate with the God who wants to cause the transformations and manifestations that He wants to happen in our lives. So, let's do what we need to do to cooperate with God so that all those transformations and manifestations that He wants to cause to happen in us and with us actually happen for us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico 210 that's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassi Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassi Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute of being in church fellowshipping with other believers and worshipping God in the house of God. I believe every born again believer should heartily say what the psalmist said when he said I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. Because we didn't ask you, but you sent it anyway. I want to say thank you because you've been a blessing to us. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 12 that God said, I will bless them that bless you. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's going to bless all of you too. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, Thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? And by the way, have a blessed and safe Labor Day weekend. Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.